chickity check one two chicky break up on break up I'm feeling silly. Okay, so there's there's that. Welcome back to another episode of Good Enough with Stefano Sanzo. Who the fuck am I? Stefano Sanzo. Who the fuck are you? The good few, baby. And we're doing it again. Thank you guys so much for coming back. Hope you liked that AJ episode. It was really cool to finally get him in here. He's a friend now. He's going to be back. I'm excited. I Maybe it'll open up some opportunities, some other cool folks that he knows that would want to come on my modest little show, the only fucking modest thing about me uh and things things are going well and i hope they're going well with you too hell yeah uh had a fun little episode with a buddy of mine uh not too much to talk about today other than the fact that we're we're doing comedy again at center stage in shelton so if you want to get tickets to that uh tickets will be up soon just keep an eye on their website center stage theater in shelton we did one once it was an outdoor show we're gonna do another one before it gets too cold we might even do it inside given uh social distancing guidelines who knows might do it like half zoom we're making it up as we go folks none of this was precedented so we have to be trailblazers and figuring out how to live in a post-COVID world. Josh Levinson on the episode today. It was really fun. Uh, had a good time. Talked about some dating stuff. Uh, Josh would make a really good therapist for me. Um, and that's an, that's kind of ended up what it ended up being like almost like the first time he came around. But great episode. I think you guys are going to love it. I loved it too. And I'm going to let you get to it. We will see you next week. Bye. Love you. Couldn't afford the rights to any songs So I wrote this one We're not the best, but we're good enough Let's start the podcast now It's good enough It is okay to forgive yourself for not being perfect Fuck yeah. Oh my God. That's like how I live my life. I would yeah. like to think so. I, I I was thinking about it today because you actually posted something. Um, I don't know if it was on Twitter or Facebook, but it was about how like you're pursuing this sort of uh, mm. dream, right? And everybody knows that you're failing because it's so public. Yeah. Right? Let me see. You go, go ahead. But, I w- but, I, but I'm just like, you're not failing. Like there's right. no timer on it. Like oh, you're for not, sure. like there's no like time limit like yeah. you don't like you have the whole rest of your life you're also very young right so, like, so all right to, to quote it exactly so people know what we're talking about it's the sad truth of wanting to entertain people for a living is everyone knows you are failing at it because if you were succeeding they'd have heard about it you could be a real shitty accountant for all i know because professionals get to fail in private now this wasn't entirely like uh you know yeah, yeah, honest th- like, it's, it's twitter it's my it's boy that i shout into yeah. yeah exactly it's jokish realism whatever you want to say yeah but um, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think there is, uh, it brings up an interesting point about, you know, pursuing something publicly like this, but you're totally right. You are totally right. There's no, I mean, I still, f- I feel like I'm succeeding just from how much I enjoy doing this shit. You yeah, know, absolutely. like I, I would love to be ma- making money off it one day. Sure. Sure. Money is great. The great validator in it. But I well, buy stuff too, which is nice. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. I need the validation less and more the jet skis. Yeah. You know? it's, I don't really care if people... I, I've had enough real moments in this at this point, you know, it just, it just through, I've been hitting this, you know, comedy, podcasting, acting, I've, I've had some highs and like, I'm, it's like, I'm almost, I want to chase superficial shit now because I've had a lot of really good moments, like really heart to heart. Um, also people like, people think that you're succeeding. Like, like I had, I've had so many people in the last like couple of years be like, wow, you're like really yeah. making it in comedy. And I'm like, <laughs> I really cannot explain to you how not true that is. Which but. goes to show you how miserable it is not pursuing a thing. Like how awful it could be to like not have a passion and not have a hobby where you see someone just like barely getting by on a thing they enjoy and you're like this person's done it they yeah but it's like it. but they don't to them it is because you're you're out there you're yeah, doing it yeah. you're pursuing it and, and just like seeing somebody pursue passion is inspiring i, you know? I agree because uh at the end of the day you get very yeah you, you you get very wrapped up into like oh am i supposed to make it or am i uh, you know how, how you're supposed to be about it but it's just the simple pleasure of getting to do it you know yeah. it's it's such a privilege and 
Um, you know, eventually maybe something works out. Eventually it does. Or, it's or also very but... hard. Like that's oh, the difficult. other thing is like, I think we need to learn to forgive ourselves for yeah. failing or that... like learning and like mm-hmm. understanding that like, like even now, you know, I've been doing comedy. Actually, today is my sixth year comedy anniversary, Aww, which ha- is very happy unfortunate. Happy sad I, comedy yeah, birthday. So I don't get to do comedy, which yeah. sucks. But, um, you know, like it's just like I've grown so much in the six years. Like yeah. I was so dog shit before. And I'm sure if I keep doing it for six more years, I'll look back and be like, wow, it was pretty bad six years ago. Yeah, too. exactly. But it's like that's that's okay. Like uh-huh. it's just, like um, it's about forgiving yourself and accepting before yourself. Before we get too, too far into that, just yeah. remind my guests who the hell you are. You've been on before, but yeah. Now, first of all, I am insulted that you don't know who I am. Second of all, do you have a Tinder match right now? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait. Yes, uh, I do. Yeah, I recognize yes, I that it. icon uh, immediately. <laughs> what um, up, what up, Bree? How you doing? Nice anyway, Bree, that's a 23. sexy name. That's solid, solid, solid. for me, but uh, well, we're not the same so. age. <laughs> uh, I am Josh Levinson. I uh, I have a blog called Between Two Rocks, which is semi-popular in New Haven. I have a podcast of the same name. I do comedy. I am just a human. I'm a programmer as well. That's how I actually make money. Which is funny that you'd lead with human because in reality, you're just a robot. Yeah, the, sort to, of. To yeah. be able to code is so insane to me, man. I, I am... I, oh, I spent six hours today debugging something that was not broken. So like, I'm gonna vomit. I'm gonna. <laughs> I was I'm getting like, nauseous by you describing. I that. had my boss like he and he's like, oh, this is just an old one. The, the new one is probably fine, and it was. And I was like, oh my god, I just threw away a full day. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, and he paid me a bunch of money. To of do, but it just happens. Like it just that's the nature. Like it's a hard job. Is that why you're? Is that why you don't age? Because you just you're you're doing well. <laughs> That, I mean, I do have is? a joke about how, like, yeah, I don't age because I don't go outside. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, exactly. The sun will hurt you. But that's the thing. I, you are an enigma to me because I feel like staying inside is it, it's counterproductive to to eight to to anti aging. And right. that was a you lot of negatives think. there. I was, yeah. I was trying to keep track it's of what the quite fuck I was saying. <laughs> Listen. Right, you wouldn't think, right, you would think staying inside, you would turn into some sort of troll or something. Right, right, right I right. get it. And there was a time in my life where it was. It's actually, like, insane. I remember when I, you know, we both, we were both former fat kids, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so, like, one of the most amazing things to me is that I was able to lose, like, 90 pounds and not have stretch marks you know what i mean like crazy to me like because i just i guess because it was slow or because i was young i don't know or just how old were you when you lost it 29 oh you piece of shit because i was way younger than that when i lost it i mean i could call you a piece of shit because you get to enjoy your 20s and have sex but like either way (laughs) because let me tell you my 20s was a fucking disaster yeah sex is it's pretty tight um i enjoy that i think i had it three times in my 20s tops i'm not i'm not i don't know i'm a count but it's it was low it was single digits for sure but you know and that goes back to the success thing like you, how much sex do you have to be have man that maybe that's on a different um are you asking me how much sex i currently have? no 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 i mean i'm like how much sex do you have to be having to be con- uh be considered successful oh, why did Yikes. i say that? i don't know oh yeah, uh, we gotta cancel I, it podcast is anyway over. i gotta go it's good you. <laughs> don't have me back uh no i don't know i don't know what success is in that sense but um yeah i think and it's like it was really interesting when I first lost weight. One of the things that I really struggled with was like, oh, I should have done this earlier. Like I could have been hot and I could have been having fun. Yeah, yeah. But also like, it's great that I wasn't because it taught me so many things about myself. Mm-hmm. And like, and like one of the things I love about myself is that like, I'm kind to everybody if they're overweight, if they're not as hot, like it's like, it's fine. Cause like I've been there and I know what it's like and I, everybody has value. And I think that's like, such a great lesson to learn. And yeah. I don't think I'd be funny if I fucking had been hot. Like I think I'd be yeah. just pure garbage. <clears throat> it's it's weird for me. I I I know exactly what you're going through with that because like, like Frankie Hill, you know, yeah, a, a bastard, we would have the moral of vacuum yeah, of yeah. Frankie. Hill. <laughs> what could be worse than Friend being of the show? Like Enemy Frankie of the Hill. show. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. I found so with my like post post being fat, my thing was just like. I want to do the things that I thought being fat was keeping me back from things mm. like literally like everything like lifting like, trucks r- exactly literally yeah. running ran, ran the marathon or just getting into running in general like doing yeah. things that like for being a stocky guy I probably don't need to do they are fucking rocking out <laughs> right band now is fucking yeah. loud so man. I hope you guys can hear this but there's a band right now a church band yeah uh, rehearsing behind us. Yeah, so so there's a church adjacent to the podcast studio, and we have pretty good audio equipment that's really only supposed to pick up stuff that like is happening in direct vicinity. But the audio that they gave us earlier was not what they're doing right now. And yeah, we. I apologize if there's a hymnals in the background. I of, don't apologize. You are welcome. It is yeah, right? great. It's an uplifting episode. We if have anything. saved right. you yeah. from hell. Right. Um. 
And but I feel like we talked about all the overweight stuff last time. You're you're definitely right. Yeah, so we won't right. rehash that. But you want to talk a little about dating, right? Well, I just uh, my confidence on this shit has changed a little bit. But at the same time, dating completely changed. Like, what's dating yeah. been like for you? during covid yeah i mean at first it was non-existent totally right of right? course that's, we all took that's, a nice three-month break yeah we're just gonna right? pretend people don't exist for a little while right which is not a huge problem for me yeah and then um you know i think i went on a few walking dates you hiking dates and now you can like go to a restaurant like mm-hmm. outside i prefer outside but you know yeah i have occasionally gone inside like a bad person or whatever nice. but yeah, you know i've gone like regular dates right so right. yeah I've, the uh how should I say? Yeah, I and I don't know what like phase two of COVID because I I, I hadn't considered there would be another phase of COVID dating, but now it's gonna get cold. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be hard. And it's like yeah. you gotta if you don't find someone to cuff you up, get go. Yeah, so that is really fascinating because I do like one of the things I've noticed, especially my age bracket, I'm almost forty, mm-hmm. is that I do feel like it has definitely created a sense of urgency for people. Who are like, oh, holy shit! Like the world could just end tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like I should have maybe picked a partner at some point yeah. you know and that was something i experienced i was like damn i'm gonna die alone for sure <laughs> which before i was fine with yeah because, right, right like oh, whatever there was other stuff to you do. just didn't know it was gonna be so soon <laughs> right and now i'm like yikes all right well i guess just being the cat that's okay too but you know <laughs> it's not what i intended you right know? right yeah this isn't how i saw my end of the world being <clears throat> but one thing that happened is pretty interesting is i met a girl but she was from new york she kind of fled you know the coronavirus or whatever so she was staying in connecticut and i you know we went on a few dates and then she's like oh i'm basically gonna be moving to like north carolina for a few months that's like my next quarantine plan and it was just like i feel like there's actually a lot of girls in connecticut right now they're not really from here and have no intention of staying in that which is ideal if you're trying to get laid (laughs) right (laughs) but if you're trying if you're trying to uh if you're trying to i'm not exactly yeah Yeah. if if you're if you're trying to find someone long term with yeah no i actually did notice that a lot too there's there's a lot of girls in the area who are just like i'm only gonna be here for a month i'm like what what's going on why yeah which is like fine i'm not you know i'm not here to judge anybody because connecticut's low uh low everything with this virus attracted a lot of people Mm -hmm. man a lot of people especially from new york yeah i not yes for especially from new york connecticut is just new york now i know I, I, they're everywhere dude that yeah, is like that yeah I'm, if you look through tinder profiles it is yeah. like relocated yeah to yeah, yeah right i um i was i was on um I, so i've been looking for like a house now that's not like i'm not gonna buy a house tomorrow but i'm in the market i'm yeah. you know it's a hard time to buy it's a yeah seller's it's, market it's, it's right a now, seller's yeah. market absolutely because these new york people showed up and they're like what a, a mortgage is a third of my rent and and so they're like they're like yeah we'll pay fifteen thousand over asking like yeah. that's that's happening regularly so like I can't really compete I kind of have to wait till it dies down a little bit yeah I had a friend be like and they're oh, terrible you should drivers. sell your house and I was just like well, but where will I live yeah exactly <laughs> it's gonna be really hard to find a house yeah, I was I'd rather just live in it they live it's in the fine. house that's yeah. what that's that's what that I intended when I had yeah. bought it was to live inside of it exactly and die uh, in it eventually yeah so. exactly which could be what, like next week the way could things be. are going yeah. uh, the, yeah. sky, the skies are, are hazed with uh, the, with wild the apocalypse there. Yeah. it's so fucked up how like we joke about it being the apocalypse but in, it very well could be like, yeah, I don't think it's apocalypse. It's just it's like a bad cycle. You right. know, like there was a there was a 1918 flu. Like if the people from 1918 could survive an influenza, so could we. Like, That's you a, know what I mean. Actually, like, very comforting point that I hadn't considered yeah. up until right now. And they yeah, had very little medical science, and they a lot of people no, died. Yeah, they had wise. nothing. I don't even think they figured out condoms. Yeah, yet. and there the Black Plague was much worse. So right. like, we'll be all right. right. It's just like it sucks. But um, it's, it's true. temporary. It's funny how we keep saying how like you know, how bad the year twenty twenty is, but like how good so many things are, just as far as like our electronics, our access to so many different things that like. I mean, I've always been saying it's bad too, which is nice, you know. Yeah, it's good to be validated. Uh, yeah, exactly. like, The world is bad. I'm like, yeah. I have you paid any attention to right. anything that's been happening? Yeah, it's all it's all bad. I don't. <laughs> it's not it's, all bad, but it's no, quite no, no, bad. No, no, no. Yeah. God, I'm I'm saying like yeah, no, like jokingly, but but yeah. like it's. It's also, I think, the way that things are reported to us and find their way to us that everything seems so terrible. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch cable news or anything. I just read the news. So. God no. Yeah, no, no. T- cable news is garbage. Yeah. Um. Do you so? Going back to dating. So, mm-hmm. do you feel? Um. You kind of mentioned that. Do you feel more confident now? Like, have you? Yeah. Hit a new wave of your confidence. Y- yeah. Well, I kind are of. Are you slaying that? such and such i've been doing i won't say that because i try not to be vile yeah and i try not to be vile in here right but i've, I've just i've been doing all right <laughs> been doing better than That's i good. have in the yeah. past and it's not it's not just 
it's not just about sex. It's about the way I'm able to carry myself with women, sure. you know, in general. That yeah, That's yeah. what the real thing is about. Because it's never, it was never about sex. Sex is a good, you know, measure, I guess you could say. It's a fun activity. It's a good thing to do. I enjoy it a lot. But everything that comes with dating are things that I enjoy doing, right? Like that, but point being is just like. Except stopping playing video games. Yeah, the, boy, that's bullshit. No, I, um, <laughs> it's just this like not being terrified anymore i just being comfortable with yeah who i did I am. wonder yeah like, so do you like do you feel comfortable just asking a girl out like no problem absolutely or? yeah That's absolutely yeah. and um the only thing is like i don't know it it's been difficult like you know figure out where to take a woman but yeah uh yeah as far as like i got this alley i like uh there's only one dumpster and it's usually covered so that's nice you joke but like restaurants expanded their businesses into their alleys this that summer around I, yeah. around the corner there's a latin place that turned their alley into a, yeah, a, no. a place to eat and it actually looked pretty nice you all things you gotta considered. do absolutely exactly um and uh a lot of you know i've had dates that basically took place in alleys you know nice. with, with what's going on so are you uh, looking right for love or oh are my you... god yeah i do not want to be in the dating game i want to be locked up so goddamn bad really oh okay. my god so bad i'm not i am not interested it's and it's not that i won't flirt it's not that i won't try to you know fuck other people but i'm just like i want yeah i definitely want to get locked down because i hate the game mm-hmm. uh, like like uh i as we were talking about before the podcast i find you know I, I spread my personality out or along a lot of things. I have a lot of passions, mm-hmm. but I do stick with the things that I love. Yeah. And I want to do the same thing with dating because I don't want to put any more energy into fucking talking to women. Like I want <laughs> I want to have one woman that I focus on. That's that's the person that I'm trying to please and keep happy. That's the person yeah. that I want to be with. Just in the same way that like I love lifting. I've been doing lifting for a decade and that's just a thing that'll always be with me. It becomes it becomes part of my of my system it becomes part it's 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 like breathing to me you know what i mean right. that's You're very I, routine focused i really am i yeah. really am and um and i don't say that to be boring like i will i keep all the though all, you are so boring exactly God, right no. <laughs> i i um i i like taking new spins on all the things i love and the same thing with like you know if i were to have get locked up uh locked up is funny funny what is it you like know, go to jail no 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 that's uh, well, like locked down <laughs> like, sorry no, locked down. Would, have a girl okay first of all i 100 percent want to see you in prison because <laughs> i just i am very curious how that would go uh i think i'd get along with everybody just I fine think so too <laughs> i think it would be very adorable right and i would be very interested in to see little, what sort of crafts you yeah. got yourself into <laughs> in my little jumpsuit you know um, I, I can imagine you starting like an empowerment workshop right, where everybody right. tries to feel better about themselves Stefano, how did you start a podcast <clears throat> in prison well it's a funny story um yeah. Also, just all those prison workouts, which basically we were doing there, uh, during COVID. God, they are really summoning Jesus over yeah, there. Yeah, they are. Uh, the, the, church, the church has a practice tonight, and it's fine, man. We're practicing being people right now. They're practicing uh, God. And, got you fooled, all of yeah. you. <laughs> you fucking Except those demon. of you who probably know me. <laughs> this is problematic. What are you going to do? Um, but yeah, man, I uh, I would absolutely say that I'm looking for... Looking not for love. Not necessarily looking for love, because it's like... To go out and find it, I don't know. It's it's not like you're just gonna like find it underneath the tree, but I'm like open to it. the The idea of just like having one person, right? You're not just trying to be a player. No, it's right. not my thing. I don't. I I don't. I feel it's it's yeah. It's not how I operate. It's not how I'm interested in operating. I feel like I'm an accidental player. Like, yeah, I don't mean yeah, to be. Absolutely, but I, like I've I just, always um, admired how much you get after it, man. I don't. <laughs> you do well. I I don't mean to though i really I don't mean to i don't i'm just tripping into all this pussy guys I, I didn't first of all i would never say that second of all i did for you right you're now, welcome be that as it may i just i do i just i like people they're interesting and some of them are very interesting without pants on but also like i just find that as i get to know people i have a hard time relating to people sometimes yeah. on a deeper level and it's just like yeah. And like, I don't know, I think for me, it's really fascinating because it's something I've sort of thought about in therapy a lot is that um, my parents were pretty unhappily married for a very long time. Yeah. And I really watched my dad sort of like quietly suffer and do nothing about this marriage that I could tell he just wasn't happy in. Right. Right. And so I think I had this uh, aversion, this fear of marrying the wrong person to the extent that it's like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so like afraid to... 
even though like you can just like break up with people or divorce them but i'm like oh i don't know if i can deal with this girl's giggle it's just like it, it, i find i'm like a fucking jerry seinfeld you know yeah. what i mean where i just i get caught up in this minutiae that it's like not that important like if you right. if you share values and you like somebody it should be enough but i'm fucking i got some shit going on well yeah but we all got our shit man yeah. and we all have our shit like uh for me i don't uh, back to that routine thing it's like if i'm not like i've i've never technically i've never been in like what you what you would call a relationship because, okay. but, but but the point what being is, so what how what is the longest time you, you've dated a person for I don't know, like a couple of months but like oh the, wow that is pretty the, short the yeah. whole thing is when that, we're gonna judge you for that you know that oh right? my god it's terrible it's, oh, it's, yeah because they ask me and my longest is about a year and that's not okay for someone dude, my age dude, at and, all and the problem <laughs> is it's the same way do you remember when you were a kid trying to get your first job and they would ask about your prior experience and no one would give you a job because you hadn't had a fucking job yet i actually had a paper <laughs> from the time I was like 14 to the time of I was 18. Of course you did. So, that makes sense. Yeah. That's how you bought your house. But at the <laughs> I have, same time... I literally have been working since I was 14. I have not Jesus taken any Christ. breaks. I am having a hard time. <laughs> um, But uh, my issue was... It, it wasn't always like I couldn't get a girlfriend. It was the fact that like... I saw people who were in the dating game from a young age and it's like they would have a new boyfriend or girlfriend every two weeks. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to do that. That and sounds were, awful. And all of them were very... Um, you know, negligent of other people's feelings. Right. You know? And I think like, I think there's a difference between like, um, like it's fine to have casual relationships. I think yeah. if you're open about it and you're not dishonest, I think, go ahead. Like I definitely have, you know, friends with benefits, you know, when things are a little slow, I'm like, Hey, do you want to just like sleep together and hang out and grab food? You know what yeah. I mean? And like, it's great. Cause like, it's no expectations, you know right. what I mean? But like, if you pretend to like somebody, cause you want to fuck them. I, I hate that shit. It really bothers me a lot. Yeah. Um, cause it's just like, you're hurting somebody like that's like a right. human with dreams and shit. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so, and, like, and that's why it's so important to just be upfront about shit. Just like yeah. from, from the get go, whatever your expectations are, if any, and whatever, whatever whole hangups you have, just, just get them out there from the beginning. Cause it's otherwise it's, it's all going to fall apart eventually. If, if you, if you don't, you know, if you don't get yeah. in, in, in front of it, I had another point I wanted to make, but I can no longer remember what it was so. because we're being drowned out by the church. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesus is not helping, but he Jesus never is does. not helping today. And I just wish I went to church more because maybe he'd be more on our side. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm the Jewish, worst part so about it is they fun. sound beautiful. They yeah, sound nice. really, yeah. really good. And uh, I'm thinking maybe get into church. You know, I might. Do you know the name of their church? Um, the really fucking annoying church. <laughs> no, come on. I thought their sign. It's funny. All the restroom signs have their logo on it, as if they own the restroom. Well, it's the church. They own everything. You know. Yeah, I guess so. That's how churches are. So yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just like, and I just for me. I also, one of the other aspects for romance that I struggle with, and I don't know if this has been an issue for you, but I was single for like so long that I basically got so used to just doing whatever the fuck I want at any time yeah. that it's like really hard to balance someone else's needs and be like, what do you mean I have to stop playing video games to like yeah. watch a TV show that I definitely don't like right. that you want, you yeah. know? And, but that's like important to like compromise what you want to do and figure it out. Yeah. And so back to having all these passions and hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, do you have room for a lady in your life? She got to work out. Right. I mean, geez, eh, not necessarily, man. I just want loyal. I just want someone who's loyal. like on team Stefano. And then I, I got yeah. you. Really no open relationships for you. Um, if that's what, if that was the agreement, yeah. Yeah. You would know, you if, like? But if you like, would you, have you dated anybody who's like polyamorous? Polyamorous? I wouldn't say anyone that's specifically polyamorous. No. Yeah. So you have, I'm assuming. <laughs> I mean, when you've been single as long as I have, you've pretty much dated every type of right. person that you can right. date. <laughs> so, Polyamory yeah. is weird, man. So that so for those of you who aren't aware of the term, uh, how do you define it? It's just someone who could be in love with multiple people. Yeah, and... it's like somebody who yeah is sort of like yeah. I see non or ethically non-monogamous as like another term as well. So ethically non-monogamous. Okay. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah. So like they're in a partnership, but like it's okay that they sleep around or they mm. date other people like i you know i went out with a girl who basically also was living with a partner and had another partner and they all knew about each other and she was like here's this lady and here's this guy and i was just like yeah i don't care about any of that it's fine so from i don't have a problem with it other than where the fuck do you find the time yeah no where it is, the fuck I, I, and it I, is I, wild, I, yeah. I think the same thing about bisexuals i don't have a problem with it i don't understand how you make it feasible well, it sounds like a nightmare no bisexual <laughs> to be I mean, just bisexual, attracted still just to everybody yeah, but you can still just date one person at a time but you don't right, have to but, like but to be attracted to everybody 
Well, not so everybody, a lot of people. Attractive people. Attractive. That's true. Yeah, it's just still just hot people. Do right. You want? Yeah. Right. That's all right, that's a fair yeah, point. Really, still only ten percent of the population. Right. 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 Okay. So so the bisexual not as us. Right. 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 Um, that's another thing I didn't get used to. I was unfuckable for most of my life. Yeah, it is and, still weird. And I, I still have trouble uh, recognizing, you know, when someone's coming yeah. on to me or into me because I'm like, oh, 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 like because <clears throat> it didn't happen for, you know, yeah. the first couple decades of my life. I was on a date like last week with this lady who, I mean, just very attractive lady. And, you know, I was talking about my own journey of like losing weight. And I was like, you know, I guess i'm handsome and she's like yeah yeah you are and i'm just like yeah okay yeah exactly it feels so weird i mean it'll also like but it's like weird too because you don't necessarily want to be like yeah i'm good looking Mm because like then you're like a douchebag right right like there's a there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance that Mm -hmm. you're always trying to like and i'm tripping over it constantly so sometimes i'm super confident sometimes i'm super arrogant just just, you know because i blast it up to 10 no matter what i'm doing so yeah uh but yeah, yeah, no, that that was something really difficult to get to, and then and then you go back in retrospect, and you're like, oh wow, I threw away a lot of pretty easy opportunities there. Uh, yeah, high I school, looked, even high school, when I was overweight, yeah. there were definitely girls who liked me. Yep. I just failed to uh, pursue, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. okay because again, it's about forgiving yourself, exactly. understanding you're on like a journey, and exactly. it's like you only you like I I was insecure because my parents were insecure. Mm-hmm. Like I I had a model for behavior, and that's what I learned from, and it's not my fault, but like it is what it is. Not that you're my psych psychiatrist although you do tell me to go to therapy i think often. everyone should go to therapy everyone it's should not go personal to therapy. just saying but that. one thing that definitely fucked me up so i did have like in middle school i had a girlfriend mm-hmm. but like i don't know if you could count a girlfriend in middle I mean, school middle school girlfriends exactly. are sort of a weird you know, exactly so like but, i have a middle school girlfriend it is weird you when, know? <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> whoa, whoa. anyway um the uh the police are outside i won't even date a girl she's like 27 yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, like, yeah. um so uh and yeah, after that, uh, when my mother found out that I had a girlfriend, she flipped on me. Really? Was, oh my God. She was furious. I don't know what it was. I really don't know. That is weird. I yeah. do not know what it was, but it fucked me up for a while because I never realized, I, I was like, when am I supposed to start talking to girls? Yeah. And it fucked me up for like, I don't she know. built in a bunch of shame about Oh yeah, stuff. which was already there as a Catholic. Is it I like an Italian I, mom thing? Definitely an Italian mom thing. Uh, my brother's had a lot more fun than I did yeah. and I think they fucked it up for me so I have oh, okay. I have two older brothers and they um, not to get into details but yeah they, they, they had a lot more fun than I did yeah. and I think when it came you know uh, and they're and they're much older seven and nine years older than me and then when it oh, came wow. down to yeah. me I think that it was just like I'm gonna I'm gonna really protect this one. He can't, it's you know, really shelter kind of shit. Yeah, because usually it's um they're usually the strictest with the oldest, and then much more permissive. Like for instance, I you know when I was in high school, I got in trouble a lot for drugs and alcohol stuff. And by the time my sister was in high school, they were like, "Well, we'd rather you just drink here." And it's just like I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like yeah. I got grounded for a month for this shit. Well, no, that's the fun. But the it's like, funniest thing. Right, like a reverse I was situation. The, I was yeah. I was the first of 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 all of us to be grounded. And I actually kind of got grounded by my oldest brother. I, yeah. I, I was drinking at a party uh, sometime in high school. And yeah, my, my brother suggested I get grounded for two weeks. Granted, it was bad. How I'm, is an older brother going to throw you under the bus like that? He's a that, dick. Though? If you're yeah, listening, like, I know you're not listening, but you're a dick, dude. But anyway. It's <laughs> like I was a dick, but I would never like narc my brother like that. Like I would, I would be malicious towards him myself. Uh, I would never be like, hey, mom. No, he was honestly, no, I, I love my big brother to death. He was my second father. I needed extra discipline in my life. It, okay. for, for, for real, for real. So you for think real. it worked out better? No, no, it absolutely worked out better. I would have been hog fucking wild if my bro- yeah. uh, if my oldest brother didn't chime in more. If you did go to therapy, what would you want to work on most? Oh, oh wow. What would I want? Um, I don't like, know. Pro- what about yourself do you not like? Uh, prob- Probably insecurities, but like that's so vague and broad. Yeah, um, that's okay. But, but um oh i don't know specific. maybe recognize having a better recognize being better at recognizing when i'm not being a normal person because just let me, I'll, I'll, I'll explain yeah i made a scrunched up face i've sh- i've skewed my own reality through my experiences not drugs i'm not a drug guy but i have had my bare ass spanked in front of hundreds of people on a comedy stage mm. i have broken my teeth i just want to suck the dildo on that same stage jesus christ and yeah. people were like dude i wouldn't do that that was pretty gay that's and i was like gay. i just like don't care yeah. what you think yeah it just that's doesn't all, that's matter to me at all um what do you call it i've i've done stand-up comedy for a few years and acting and 
and um, I've had these brushes, you know. Just, but what do you? But it doesn't seem that you crave normalcy. Why I don't does it crave normalcy. I, it affects those around me. I don't want them. Like I know my best friends have been giving me. They they give me a lot of shit for like the thing. The way I act will often. But isn't it just a way? That's that's not. I'm just giving you like a hard time. Like ribbing ahead, yeah. your friends. Like all right. Here's something I've learned is like a lot of my high school friends were just assholes. Like mm. at the end of the day, like. Like we all made fun of each other, but also to some extent, they were all just unhappy people who could never let me just be myself. You know right. what I mean? And now I'm actually surrounded by friends who do let me be myself. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is much nicer. Yeah. Like I don't feel like I shouldn't have to apologize for being myself all the time. Yeah. And if people make you feel that way, then like, it's like, I don't see how you recording a podcast or doing comedy reflects poorly on it. Mean, I could see maybe your mom freaking out, yeah. but like... Your fucking uh, friends, like who it's, is this it's shit? It's more my social media posts. <clears throat> okay, I, I, but I, I also don't think I'm, I'm much, I'm not much of a prick on social media. But you have either. to be. I mean, you have to be a bit shameless. For yeah, the social media. Game. I am. Don't don't yeah. get me wrong. I am shameless. Oh no, and that might know. be one. <laughs> yeah. No. Now there, you do disgust me, me sometimes. <laughs> maybe I, if I was gonna start therapy, maybe I'd be like, hey man, could you give me some shame? Because I no, need you, a little. You gotta lean into who you are. Like I think, like you know, you and I are very different. Like you're very positive, especially on social media. You're very mm. positive, and I'm like almost insanely negative. Right. 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 But. That's just how I deal with it. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's, it's very authentic for me. Mm-hmm. And like people resonate with it. Right. Because they go through that too. I've you know? shelved the positivity a little this year as far as on social media. Not as much as I used to. Because people don't want... It's reading the room. People yeah. don't want to hear oh, that true, shit right now. And I may be a positive. I may still be me. But like people do not want to hear that shit right now. They just lost their job. They just... You know, there, there's a lot of reasons that they, you know... Yeah. It's not always about like telling people, "Hey, everything's gonna be all right." It's like uh, yeah, take it from me, a computer yeah. programmer who's still working. Things are fine. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I know exactly. I wasn't here. That I get it. Um, but uh, that's such an interesting question. Yeah, man, I definitely would like to get into therapy eventually. Uh, like for me, like I started off just trying to figure out why my relationships were failing, mm. and like a lot of it fundamentally came down to the fact that I basically have a mood disorder, which is depression, which basically makes a lot of my life harder because I can't. I extract joy from the things that other people can that like Mm. even you know one of the problems I have is that like you know I can go out and be with a group of people and be having seemingly a great time Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and people are like wow Josh is like super personable and fun and then I go home and I just feel so fucking cripplingly like alone and like despondent Mm -hmm. and I like I hide that from people but like I suffer so much from it and so like you know for me what really ended up happening is I went through a lot of that and understood kind of where it came from and learned to like forgive myself for it and just say hey it's okay like it's just it's just a part of you you know what I mean like it's not your fault and that like you know, one of the best things I've done for myself is to just like learn to um, <clears throat> forgive myself sometimes. Be yeah. Like, you know, what? I'm going to cancel plans tonight. I just don't feel up for it. Like, mm-hmm. I just, it's okay to like take a day for yourself and just fucking veg out on the couch because you feel fucking sad as hell. And like, I'm yeah. not going to like owe anybody anything today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Tomorrow I'll try to be better. But like, it's interesting because I think sometimes you go to therapy with one idea about what you want, mm-hmm. but like so much of it is really just discovering yourself and being like, wow, these are actually a lot of stuff going on inside my brain. I'm not really yeah. like conscious of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Behaviors you have that are not like, you know, they're subconscious. It's not obvious, you know? Yeah. Like for me, like, I guess to some extent I like push people away because I'm afraid of getting hurt because mm-hmm. deep down I'm extremely sensitive and like I don't, you know, when I came, neither of my parents showed any real like physical warmth at all. Mm-hmm. So like I just understand coldness, you know what I mean? It's not, and my parents love me, but it's like, I, that's just what I understand. Yeah. And so to me, it's just like, if somebody shows love, it makes me uncomfortable because I'm just like, they're going to probably leave, right? Yeah, like, yeah. This is like, this is not real. This mm-hmm. isn't what love is. This right. is, this person is, why are they hugging me? Yeah. So, I mean, but that's all just in my brain and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, I think like learning to forgive myself and like accept myself has been such a huge boon to my like okayness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm a big fan. Go to therapy. Everybody. Especially if you're struggling. If you, and, and that's, you know, what really upsets me is that like, it's not accessible for everybody like it it's sucks. not it's very expensive yeah 
people don't have insurance like mm-hmm. um you know i think that there's i don't know just talk about it though like one of the things that i love doing is just like posting on facebook when i feel really sad you know yeah and just but not making a joke about it but just going full on like i posted this thing last year i was like at the gym and i started crying which is like not a good place to start right. crying what a fucking pussy you're saying <laughs> no it's fine um and i was basically like hey everybody just so you know i'm like really struggling right now and i'm like i'm basically treading water Mm -hmm. and so if i seem if i'm not responding to you if i'm not showing up to shit if i'm not like supporting you it's not personal i'm just like literally gasping for air and it's just it's an experience i'm feeling right now and i feel like people see it and they're like fuck like i like not only do i feel that way but also like sometimes from the outside things look so good you know you look at someone like oh he has a podcast and a blog he's doing great and it's like <laughs> sorry no one's ever said right, that right. but comedy and <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, no, I know but people mean. like when you're funny and personable people think you're happy you're right it's just the rule like people are like oh you're a jovial fellow and i'm like yeah, yeah i'm laughing away all the yeah, exactly right right so it's just like i think it's good to just get it out there and just like humanize it and maybe talk to your friends and i don't know i don't know what the answers if you can't afford therapy that shit sucks yeah you know i I was uh, what you had said made me consider the fact that like you're not the only person who receives love that way where like oh god warmth love yeah it scares and like that goes back to me we're like okay so obviously you know i I mean especially as men i mean we're taught to like push our feelings inside unless it's about sports you know i have this i have a personal saying it's fucked up but it's so true someone must die for me to cry that's literally how often yeah. it happens, man. Like, and not a lot of deaths make me cry either. Like, yeah. I've had family members go, and I'm like, did I make it through the? I cry thing? at movies. I cried at Coco. Did you see that? Oh, you know, I I cried uh, uh Endgame, uh, the <laughs> Marvel. I'm such a fucking nerd, bro, oh douchebag. Yeah, you yeah. are, bro. Yeah. To, to cry at Endgame is yeah. just oh, yeah. bro move oh, for I sure. I fucking cried at Endgame. I couldn't help it, man. I, I, I think I missed it up just out of like, ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, nice, but like right, right, missed it. Yeah, up, full, yeah. full tears, definitely. Full, t- yeah, no, they were there. They dripped, dripped, dripped down the old face. But um, and it also makes me consider the fact that like, all right, I constantly have to remind myself constantly, not everything is about you. Right? Yeah, that's I'm, true. I'm, I'm, I, Comics I, are so egocentric. Absolutely, yeah. and uh, so like I look at this like, God damn it, all I try to do is be positive and happy and friendly and, and accessible to people mm-hmm. and show them love. But it's like there's some people who just fucking don't like me. And then I remember, and then you remind me like, oh, some people see the thing that I do as as the opposite of what they want. Yeah, you know, they don't want the, you know, they don't want this warm fellow. It's they, also okay for people to not like you. It is. I'm yeah. yeah I'm 27 and figuring that out. Yeah, yeah. Some people are just not going to like me. And also, some people suck. You yeah. maybe don't want them to like you. No, you're you absolutely know? right, man. You're absolutely right. And uh, I've I have come to terms with that. It's like no, just focus on the fo- focus on keeping the people who like you liking you, and that and that is brought that that's even a nar- narcissist <clears throat> another narcissistic way to look at it. But I'm saying like. There are people in your life that matter, that care about you. You care about them. I mean, literally yeah. what, before I had this podcast, I, I referred to those type of people as the good, the good few. Now mm-hmm. I refer to anyone who listens to my podcast, that's the name of the audience. I call, okay. I call them the good few. Because it's like, worry about the good few. Worry about the ones. The good many. Yeah, exactly. I say that all the time. I, I want, nice. I, one day I'd like them to become the good many. But <laughs> point, point being, point being is that like, there, there are more people have your back than you think. Yeah, hundred percent. And you you don't have to please the people who don't. Don't play to the fucking loud the the ten percent the loud ten percent of people, man. I just think it's really fascinating because like I used to have this girlfriend, one of the, one of the girls I did date in my twenties, and she basically like there was this lady at work who didn't like her, right? You know, and she's like, oh, why doesn't she like me? And I'm like, you don't like her. Who yeah, cares, right? Like, why are you getting caught up in this? Yeah. Like we agree she's no good mm-hmm. so what is her validation to exactly. you like i don't understand that need but you know that, that's not the way i'm broken so i don't understand <laughs> that's it. that's not the way i'm broken i'm broken in a different right. way i'm so. bro- it's, and that's the funny thing like yeah i am so broken but it's in, not, you're not so broken. sorry sorry i am broken but in different like all ways. humans exactly exactly yeah. well the whole thing is the human brain and body are these uh everyone's is a very specific machine that doesn't come with an owner's manual Mm-hmm. You just get this brain and this body. You yeah. have no fucking idea how either of them work. Consciousness works. And, is super weird. And yeah. you and you could go to a textbooks. You could read about the human condition. You could. T- at the end of the day, you will still have to figure out your machine on your own. I I mean, uh, and and people I, hopefully not totally on your own. Not on you your own, but but like hopefully your parents will teach you a few yeah. lessons. And it's like you're you're expected, to, like yeah, the way your brain works, right? It's part mm-hmm. of your body, like. Yeah. My body, right? I a quick example of like how my body works. 
I, str- I think all brains are part of bodies, actually. Right, right, right. Correct. But I, I don't know. I tend to separate. But but I'm saying, saying your oh, brain you're special. Your brain, your brain is in oh, your body. I am special. It's all of that, may, Josh. No. Um. So so. The the connection I'm trying to make is that like the brain is also the mind, right? The mm-hmm. the brain directly affects the mind. So that means yeah. everyone's mind is just as different as their bodies as their brains. Mm-hmm. So like you take me. Yeah. There there's some people who cannot gain weight. Cannot gain weight. Yeah. And then there's a guy like me who last summer in the middle of summer ran 700 miles and struggled to stay under 230 pounds. Right. That is different than someone who can't get over 120 pounds. Right. Mm -hmm. That is very different. Now imagine the way the brain and the mind work are that different as well. Person to person. Yeah. You just, there's some people like, yeah, you just, have you ever tried just being happy? I had this girl in college. That's what people tell depressed people, right? It's so oh, fucked yeah. up. Not that I'm depressed, but I see it. And I'm like, what? No, it's I had not. this girl on my floor in college at UConn. And she was like, I don't think you're unhappy, as unhappy as you think you are. And I was what? like, cool oh, lady. Appreciate fuck, you. Man. That's like going up to a paraplegic person and be like, you know you can walk, right? Yeah. <laughs> Have you tried just standing? Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucked yeah, up, it's man. It's fine. I'm like so over it. But it's like, I was thinking about it recently. I'm like, God, that was like, what a funny time What did that, that help? What uh, and she's just like a hippie person. Like some right. of them are just like they gotta like everything has to be natural and mm-hmm. like right. You know, like yeah. the universe has to have like I don't know. It has to have like some like suffering has to have some purpose or something. It's like oh, it's here to teach you a lesson. I'm like nah. Sometimes it's just... suffering has to have some purpose. Now that's not something that you believe. It's just something no, that you. That's not what I believe. Well, what do you believe as far as of what the purpose is? Nothing of means anything. That's true. You do. Yeah. You are pretty consistent on that. I'm a, I'm a nihilist. You yeah. and I meet. In the, I think maybe this is one of the things that is very. But deep down, I do love people and right. want them as, to be okay. As do I. So yeah. you and I, I have a little. My approach is similar. It's not necessarily nihilism. Yeah. It's that you don't have a choice. My one of my mantras in life, motto, mantra, whatever you want to call it, just mm-hmm. a reminder that I say to myself often, that keeps me going with it. Uh, they're really getting after it right now at the church. Yeah. They but are. um, is uh, surrender yourself to the chaos of life. meaning that at the end of the day no matter what choices you make to some degree you have no control yeah just and it's it's sort of like roll with the waves or roll with the punches or whatever Mm -hmm. same thing but for me it's it's a little bit more because life is fucking chaotic and you do have to just give yourself up to it sometimes it's just like i don't really have much control in this situation 100 percent. yeah people so it's not necessarily nihilism but no, it's not nihilism. It's basically, yeah, it's basically just accepting that, like, you have a somewhat small space in the universe mm-hmm. and that you don't control all the variables of the universe. And yeah. It's like, fine, you know? And I usually rub heads with controlling people because of that. I mean, even the Serenity Prayer is very, like, accepting of that. Right. Basically saying that, like, it's important to understand that, like, you want to be able to change things about yourself, but some things you can't. And mm-hmm. like, if you can, if you can discern that difference, then that's what's going to make you happy. If yeah. you can like figure out, okay, I can't control, I can't be taller. I can't be skinnier necessarily. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but I can like work out. I can run 700 miles and just be proud of that and yeah. be like, you know what? That's fucking pretty radical actually. Exactly. You know what? I like doing podcasts and I like doing comedy. And I love acting. And if my friends don't support me, Stefano's friends, you know, fuck off. Like I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> no, nah, my my friends are very supportive yeah. of of the dream as as far as it as it goes. They just yeah. yeah the some some of the things uh some of the things I do online, and I could see why I get annoy, annoying just because it like, yeah. I guess I mean I made it. a cum joke the other day that my dad definitely wasn't super pleased by. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good though like, oh I, is that that facebook post where i was even like jesus christ yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, God, i basically damn. said every time i bite into a boston cream donut oh. i like to imagine it's shooting his load inside of me that that is one of the most aggressive pastry jokes that's yeah. got to be on the market man. it's just one of those things where like and when you think like, it out loud yeah. you're just like now everybody's got to hear it exactly. i'm sorry it's, it's it's also too, I shouldn't have to suffer alone. It's one of those two on the nose things where it's yeah. like you. Anytime you ever ate a Boston cream donut, it was almost in the back of your mind sitting there. You're like, yeah. you, you know, so, something's happened here that's kind of I, sexual. My <laughs> other favorite comment on that was my friend was like, "Wow, this status just ruined my day." Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, um, but yeah, you got to take chances, and like sometimes you're gonna alienate people. But yeah. like, I think that they like people who really love you and support you um, understand. I'm curious. I have a question for you. Is like you talk about the dream. Mm -hmm. if you had to like make it right but you could only make it in one thing Uh, i I have my answer okay what is it so uh 
not to cut you off. If, if no, you, it's fine. Yeah. I think you understood the question. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, because I look at, a, I have to consider the broad spectrum of everything I've done. And this yeah, answer could change. You right? podcast, you comedy. Yeah. If you put it all together where where I best fit, and I love comedic acting, and I and I think this would open more, would also open doors for comedic acting. That's like probably the dream. I feel like you're thinking of this opportunistically. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, thinking sorry, like, sorry. what would you, the, what, what is the dream? Like, what would you actually do if you could do? I would love to be a game paid. show host. Game I would love, 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 love to be a really? game show host. Yeah, it's, it's so think of it. It's so routine. Like feed so style it's routine. Or, yeah, it's consistent. I get to do the personality thing. Yeah, you get to be nice to people. I get to be nice to people. Fulfill I fulfill their dreams. I don't have to write my jokes. Or I don't have to. Yeah. I don't have to write. I just have to perform. Yeah. You can do you a bit know, of improv. And I could yeah. do, I, it's everything I love doing. I get to yeah. dress up in a suit. Yeah. I, all these things I really love doing. There's a guaranteed yeah. audience there every night. Just yeah. all these things I love about Have you about thought it. about like doing like a local? Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. absolutely. Um, There's a lot of work. I, I want to, uh, I want to one day crowd. If I, so I know that with the following and friends and family I have in my life, I have mm-hmm. one crowdfund. One crowdfund that I in will you. be able to get yeah. away with. Yeah. Okay. I know one for Kickstarter a fact. in your life. Yes. You don't want to yes. blow it on the wrong and, thing. And I I I <laughs> I, I think I'm healthy enough to not have to spend it on my yeah. body one day. So That actually but, reminded me recently, a friend of mine was asking, we were talking about like running for office. And they're yeah. like, the first thing you do when you run for office is basically ask everyone you ever knew for money. Yeah. And it was like really fascinating to me that like, yeah. really what it comes down to is like, yeah. you get that one like chance, like, all right, listen, you so, believe in me, right? Yeah, exactly. So for me, I mean, I'd also be able to chip in a couple, you know, a couple of G's myself. But oh, la-dee-da. Yeah, Look at Stefano Saving up for a house. Has several thousand dollars. Now, listen, I am a thousandaire. No, <laughs> but I... Um, I, uh, I I would, yeah, I would crowdfund a pilot episode to a uh, game show. And the only thing that's really stopped me is I haven't thought of something perfect. The concept itself. Yeah. yeah. I know that I, because the whole idea is, I don't want to just base it off me being the host. Yeah, obviously I'm the host. But you want to be the host, but it's yeah. not about that. Exactly. I want it to be so good that I don't need to be the host. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I would really right, pitch it. It has to stand alone on its own. Exactly. It yeah. needs its own feet. So that once that idea comes along, I would absolutely do it. But yeah, that's kind of where I see, you know. Uh, that's awesome it's both yeah. opportunistic and as far as like the dream yeah yeah i think i would really love that but i also want to do some comedic acting as well but like there's nothing like sticks out to me either that like you know if, if yeah. you want to book me for something cool but yeah that would be my dream the, interesting yeah i like what, I, so, I, so what what does it look like for you i don't know honestly like i really vacillate like there's a part of me that just wishes i could be like a comedy writer you know, oh, like 30 rock great? style, yeah. like just be like hanging out in a room with a bunch of people getting stoned and thinking the fuck stupid shit. Sounds awesome. Because I don't necessarily need the validation of the crowd. Like you get money and you can just like, you know. Yeah. And then like at that point, you can just do stand up too, like mm-hmm. for funsies, you know. Yeah. I mean, being like a semi-famous stand up would be awesome. Like, you know, yeah. Stash and I always used to talk about like the perfect level of fame is like a Big J Oakerson. We're like, she, uh... like you're like making money. Some people love and respect you, but you can go grocery shopping. Exactly. Like, exactly. I think fame is a is a double edged sword for sure, and I'm not sure that I would want like that level. You yeah, know what I, I mean? I I I I agree entirely, man. I don't want to be super ridiculously famous. I, I've always joked. For me, I would love to be that guy famous. Yeah. You look at me and you're like, oh, that's that guy. Um, you don't know me. I want to be less than that. Yeah, you don't know me as Stefano Sanza. Yeah. You're just like you've seen my face as an extra or like a, a side character or whatever it is. Like that. That's kind of. I want like I'd one like. person in like a group of ten to be like, yo, that's Josh Levins and that dude is funny as hell. And everybody else is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Perfect. And I'm like, great. Oh, it's so yeah. good, dude. Um, I would also love to like make video games. That would be fucking dope as hell. Are you, uh, like are you combining? Are you at that level of coding that you could code video? A games? A lot of video games is really art design. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many engines out there. Like, anybody can like they have the Unity engine is free. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like some cheap ones like Game Maker. Basically, like if you if you like RPG Maker, like Game really, Maker, Game Maker, Game Maker. Okay, cool. <sighs> God, Stefano. Anyway. <laughs> But like you know, there are like systems out there. It's really not that hard. You know, yeah. it's, it's more like extremely tedious. Yeah. You know, but like that would be amazing to like write like a funny game. Uh-huh. But like that's like a fucking full time, like oh, eighty hour. I was week, just gonna say yeah, eighty full hours. year. Funny thing is, dude. Uh, they they tried to get after. Um, I remember when I don't know if you remember when uh Red Dead Redemption was coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I, th- I think even Grand Theft Auto as well. But um, there was this whole campaign on Twitter. Uh, you know, chastising Rockstar for like the hours. Abusing there. this shit. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a known thing in the video game industry. Yeah. And you're yeah. also, every single person in the video game uh, industry is doing their dream. They're yeah. making video games. These are nerds. They are. That but work. it is hard. Like, it's it's, hard. Really, it's yeah. hard, hard work, but like they're going to be all right, man. No, they will. <laughs> but it is it's really fascinating. It's actually a very similar concept to ESPN, where mm-hmm. basically like, 
they work so hard and really don't get paid enough just because people want to work there. And so the demand of people, like the supply of people who want to work for that job basically makes it so like, oh, you won't do that producer job for $38,000. We'll find 10 people who will. Right. And it like kind of sucks because it does allow like corporations to basically, you know, do whatever the fuck they want. But mm-hmm. conversely, making video games is extremely expensive and yeah. difficult. So yeah. It's the most, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, crazy expensive piece of media yeah. uh what there's uh, a lot of art and people yeah, video and games writing, cost yeah. 60 bucks a piece what what art like there's yeah. no movies that come out where that are 60 dollars. but a movie no... also only lasts two hours a video game exactly. lasts you like 50 60 hours yeah yeah, you know? yeah. so world so, of warcraft it'll last you months years of your life it's dec- at least a de- decade for you <laughs> two right? years well two years and then like the last six months i would say so okay that's not two I and thought, a half years i thought you played way more than that no, because I, I played other games too. So uh, I, I okay, took a yeah. very long break. I quit for a long time. I only oh, initially yeah. got back into it. So yeah. Um. So yeah, dreams TBD. Unsure. To and but then there's yeah. a part of me to be desired, yeah. <laughs> to be determined, maybe. But yeah, to be. I think. Desired, but for yeah. but I think for me, I, there's another part of me that's like, you know what? I like just having these as passion projects and just yeah. having a job and being with my friends and maybe hopefully finding somebody I can get along with and mm-hmm. starting a family and that'll be enough. Yeah. No, for me, I am the exact same way. I, I know that I could, I could do exactly what I'm doing, uh, mm-hmm. uh entertainment wise at this capacity for the rest of my life. I yeah. would enjoy this. I, it's yeah, not just a gr- being a really good Connecticut comic. That'd be fine. Exactly. You exactly. Know? Um, no, no, not just Connecticut, but just like, this little bubble Maybe life. Maybe sometimes created. go to Rhode Island. <laughs> exactly. This little bubble. It's a really fun hobby. You know, yeah, one no. thing I like to remind comedians who tend to get down on ourselves is that our hobby is most people's worst fucking nightmare. Slash bucket list dream. Yeah. And you, yeah. And, you, and you gotta hold that to your heart and, 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 and remember that you could do it. And, uh, and there's no feeling in the world like a new joke working. Like yeah. it is like I it, I have done almost all the drugs and nothing compares to it. Yeah. It is like the most visceral. It like really when, is, when you have a when you have a good set, like oh I my can't god, fucking sleep. I feel like I'm doing on cocaine. I'm like oh yeah, my it's, god, it's I feel like. But then like you're just home alone and you're like fuck, what am I doing? Oh, I eat I eat so much after comedy yeah, shows. Fair. That's what I do. I, after yeah. comedy shows, I just eat. eat. Yeah, former fat kids is yeah, how you deal with your emotions. Eat and eat and eat because there's so many emotions to process, and all I could do is eat them. Yeah, pizza uh, will solve it. But uh, yeah, just I could I could do it at this capacity and enjoy it, man, because it's it's fun and like it yeah, every fun. now yeah. and then. I trick somebody to plus the girls on Tinder really like it. They, re- I don't try to throw it out as much. I, I, I try to no, let th- it be like a, are you telling me none of your pictures? Are you on stage right now? None of them. Really? Yeah. None of them. Oh, I a hundred percent use that shit, but I get like, you know, um, should I? But I'm incredibly good looking. So you're no. a lot better looking than I am. <laughs> I I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm not into dudes. It's hard to say. Then but. again, neither of us know what good looking is because we're we still have it's that. It's also flaw. relative. Exactly. So, it um, is. Beauty is in the in the eye of the person who will actually have sex with you. So that's really exactly. really all. But yeah, I 100 percent one or two of my pictures are definitely me on stage. Yeah, dude, if you fucking have the balls to get up on stage, do that shit. Absolutely, is it. I have no problem with that. I can do that. Use your use everything you got to your advantage. You're That's competing true. with some very <laughs> That's hot fun. people. That's funny. Use everything to your advantage, man. You don't have a lot. <laughs> I'm not saying you don't I know, have a lot. I know I'm you just did, saying yeah. I can step it up a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just you're. I mean, it sounds like you're doing great, and that's I'm doing great. fine. I'm yeah. doing as good as I need to. That's yeah. for sure. I'm so, not. I'm, I'm not starved for any type. I'm just of, saying. That. For me personally, as a as an engineer, I'm like, listen, what is analytically the most advantage I can have in any given situation? So why would I not exploit that advantage? As long wow. as it's not evil, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just right. saying this is a part of my life. Also, you'll probably have to watch me do comedy at a dive bar, which right. is going to be right. a thing you're going to have to get used to. I'm glad you're that smart and not evil. I think of that a lot about how... Um, uh, yeah, they make us take philosophy and ethics in college, actually. Oh, thank God. Yeah, every engineer at UConn has to take philosophy and ethics because they're basically like, listen, we're going to teach you to create <laughs> insane things. So yeah. like, you should understand that like uh, your actions have consequences. That's so fucking cool. I love yeah. that. I love that that is actually considered. And I think Be- most engineering schools have some sort of like thing like that, mm-hmm. just because there have been many cases in the past where people have created things. You yeah, know? we can't give you the tools to destroy humanity without letting you know like, what is bad about destroying humanity. Like, I don't think Einstein wanted to create the atomic bomb. You know Probably what I mean? Not. It was not his desire. No. So, you know, it happens. It would be cool if we could disinvent those. I, w- I wouldn't mind. But at the same yeah. time, I mean, what when we discovered fission, 
right? That's that's the thing. It's like uh, fusion, yeah, nuclear, or something. I don't, honestly, I when we discovered remember. that we could split an atom, it's like yeah. obviously we're going to use it for incredible good. Yeah, and obviously we were going to power cities with it. Absolutely. And then obviously we're going to be like, how do we kill cities with it? Like yeah. we could do both of those things with this fucking technology. That is one of the things I know we're going all over, but like one of the things that's always killed me is like everybody acts like America is like so perfect, and I'm like, yo, we drop nuclear weapons on cities, mm, not military rough. bases, but fucking cities that was full of really humans. Like I understand that like they're like oh it ended the war I'm like all right but we could have like probably just dropped one on a base yeah just to like see what they would have done right just to been like what do you think Mm -hmm. should we have to drop it on a city Mm -hmm. just to just to warn them you know what I mean but no like to vaporize a city is fucking pretty. This, I I would say bad. It honestly. was rough, man. Yeah. So it, like it was really, really. So really I do fun. like, and I, I think it's fine to love your country or whatever. I don't personally understand nationalism, but like I think no Jews do because mm, obvious reasons. Got, right. Yeah. Once you like flee a country, you're uh-huh. like, eh, you know, the old country doesn't really hold yeah. a lot of sway Fuck anymore. These guys, right? <laughs> so you're kind of like any country can turn on you, right? Right. So how much loyalty can you have? Exactly. But I just feel like so like nationalism fine, but like I just. I'm like, yo, America's done some fucked up shit. So, like, just at least know the history. If you're going to praise it, at least praise the whole picture. To be fair, to be fair, all empires did some pretty fucked up shit. We just have a very young empire, so ours is a little bit in too recent memory. I think that's one of the problems with, like... No, I mean, even still, England has been so much worse than us. Like, they were the original colonizers and and abused so many societies. Right, we're just doing what Daddy England taught us, really. Like, that's where we came from, (laughs) but... <laughs> we'll absolve us responsibility. I'm just saying that, like, I'm we just do saying I don't want to have shit. responsibility for the actions yeah. of uh, my, my also my, we're my not people in, from Italy. We're not in charge of it <laughs> yeah. either. Like, nobody asked me. We weren't alive, so like, yeah. I'm not going to necessarily carry the sin on my shoulders. I'm just saying that, like, you know, America has done some bad things too. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's not like a perfect moral. No one has a perfect moral record. Absolutely like, and that's not. you know, like I don't know that any other country, given our power, would act any better. So right. it's not like I'm acting like we're, um, you know especially hey, evil hey fun fact whoever discovered who, whoever figured out the atomic bomb first in world war ii was gonna use it yeah that that's what was going to happen they were gonna figure the bomb out and immediately use the thing you're welcome ha- america sincerely the jews ha- yeah. <laughs> also <laughs> haha germany well done you dummies yeah and then they fuck you could have had all that yeah yeah thank god they didn't oh shit. my god they were so close it, we were so close to being you know speaking german yeah Anyway, fuck Hitler, fuck Nazis. I think yeah, we, I would, I would hope that we could all agree on that. I but. think we can all come out. I, yeah, all right. I had one thing I want to talk about, but it's too late. No, Next time. All right. Well, I find it really fascinating. So you grew up in the Valley, right? Yeah. The All-American Valley, mm-hmm. Hogatech Valley. I find it really fascinating because I, I feel like there's so many good bones here. Like I drive through these towns, Shellon and Derby. I'm like, it's really beautiful. And I feel like there's so much potential, but I feel like there's like this weird energy here where people like have this idea of who they are or like, I don't know if it's like they can't let go of the old manufacturing jobs or like if it's like an education thing, but it just feels like it feels like there's so much more potential here, but mm-hmm. that it's just like, I don't know. There's like this weird negative vibe. So I'll say that Shelton's probably the, the town I'm from is Shelton is probably leading the way in the Valley as far as moving. It's sort of the most revitalized. Yeah. Cause we're, coolest bars, we, et cetera. we're part of Fairfield County and I, and I believe we're becoming more and more like Fairfield, yeah. but, uh, and this is really inside baseball for Connecticut people. But, um, I mean, it's probably a lot of your audience, right? Most of my audience. Yeah, right. I, so. but, um, and, uh, because like I'm a New Haven person, yeah. And New Haven is like I pretty obviously cool to me compared to like most Connecticut places, mm-hmm. and so like, but I you know I, I you know I drive around the valley and I'm like, there's just a lot of cool shit here that I just feel like is underutilized. Yeah, you know what I so. mean. Like, so so Sean's working on as far as we are developing a little bit more housing. We're we're developing, you know, we're I guess trying to incentivize younger people to start living over here. Yeah, but uh, I, going I think the valley mentality uh, trickles down into. Uh, the valley mentality trickles down into everything and it just comes down to like has-beens who don't want to change yeah. and it's a lot of has-beens who don't want to change shit you know it's a lot yeah. it's a lot I just of- I kind of want to be like yo you're you're in Connecticut you got good schools learn the program or become an accountant or fucking whatever like you're not like I just don't know why it's like all right no I have to like dig my fucking feet in the sand and just or put my head in the sand and just be like you know what no I, this is just how I am like if I can't fucking assemble widgets then like whatever it's like I don't exactly. know man like right. it just seems stupid to me but I don't know well, I, I don't, but I'm an outsider for sure here so yeah. I don't necessarily understand so I, we got a way about us it'll it'll break up eventually just the valley 
very so I think specific. there's a lot of youngish people too. So I think I think generationally it'll be pretty interesting to see yeah. what happens in the next like 20 years here. Yeah, I'm curious too. I <clears throat> want to invest in the area. I think it's going to pick up. No, for sure. I, I mean, there's so much be- beautiful rivers, oh, yeah. like old buildings. I'm like, yo, yeah. all this shit should be fucking cool ass restaurants, mm-hmm. apartment buildings. Overlooking, like there's so much natural. The, the beauty. old manufacturing buildings break my heart because they could be so much more. <laughs> the only thing I think that's really killing it is just the, like the fact that like the, there's so much traffic. Like it goes right through the fucking center of it, and it's yeah, just like 34 just carves a non-stop car shit right yeah, through it's it. Not very and it's good. like, yeah, I don't know how to solve that one. So no, anyway, maybe next episode we'll figure it out. Yeah, right. We'll have yeah. on uh, a city planner and we'll <laughs> we'll get down to business. Hell yeah, man. Um, you want to plug your stuff again? I know you did somewhere in the episode, but yeah, just so. uh, between two rocks dot com. Uh, you can follow me on social media at jlevnhv. God, that is really. I should come up with something better. But anyway, because it's like jlev New Haven, right? Josh Levinson. Anyway, is that what that is? Yeah, it's terrible. It's never. It's it's like when There's I want too many fi- random letters. When I want to find you on Instagram, yeah. I forget how. Yeah, like, I should probably just do Josh. Well, Josh underscore Levinson is definitely taken already. Right. So, like, at this, I may be just like comedy, but I hate adding comedy to stuff. So, I don't know. I'll think of something else. Josh the Levinson, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> I don't love that either, but I'll think yeah. of something. Yeah. Um, yeah. J Lev NHV. It is bad. I'll try to think of something better. <laughs> it so. is bad. It is bad. But yeah. you know what? I'm always bad at titles. It's never right. been my thing. So, I just try to. But yeah, follow me for the most disgusting donut tweets that you could ever imagine. Dude, uh, plug the 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 the, veg, the vegetarian account. Oh yeah, I have a. It is hysterical. A, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I have an Instagram called Sad Vegetarian Bachelor, which is exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. Um, you just post vegetarian depression meals. They're oh so fucking God. funny, dude. It was all like it was inspired because I was like I microwaved <laughs> this like fake chicken patty one night for dinner, and I was like people should see how I live. This yeah. is bad. Like, it's, it's hysterical, especially for man. an almost forty year old man. Like yeah, this is people should I should have done better yeah it's very funny uh, and yeah there's just long that. monologues yeah, <laughs> about so how fun. things are not going it's well really good content dude yeah you should check it out that's yeah. how i got the date with a cute girl so there you go pretty... um so that's everything you got yep. um we're working on another show at center stage it's going to be outdoor uh it's going to be october 24th uh so yeah i'd love to be on it thanks so <laughs> so keep your eyes on the website for when tickets pop up that should be soon uh as always the center stage follow- website yeah okay. as always you can follow me at stefabro 93 on instagram at stefabro on twitter twitter's been blowing up lately so that's been cool uh must mean that i'm manic or something but uh so follow me at, at stefabro on twitter at stefabro 93 on instagram that should be it you can add me on facebook if you like at stefferbro93 on snapchat but um yeah you good josh you got everything you wanted to say yeah absolutely thank you so much for having me dude fantastic it's been another fun time and as always everybody drink more water and be nicer to each other